Hello, Go Harvest podcast listeners. We're so glad you're with us today. We're going to talk about a couple parenting quotes from Billy Graham. You're listening to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, a podcast designed to offer practical insight and encouragement to local church ministry leaders. We're thrilled to have you join us during this second season of the podcast and invite you to help us continue to reach new people by hitting subscribe and the five-star rating. Blessings on you in your ministry. And for now, let's turn it over to Tim Price. So whether you have kids in your home, young or old, if you have grandkids in your life, or if you're in the position to influence children, which most every Christian is, or at least should be, then these two quotes might be great for you today. But before we get there, let's talk a bit about some of the background of this podcast. Tim, how's it going with you? It's going really well. How are you doing, Clint? Oh, doing great. It's a beautiful day outside, and uh, it's just an, it's just nice to be here. I just love talking every Tuesday. Yep. I just dated it. There we go. <laughs> That's all right. It's a general Tuesday. It every, is our Tuesday. Tuesday rolls around every seven days. So Awesome, awesome. <laughs> But hey, before we get into today's episode, let's talk a bit about the podcast. So uh, number one, we're on episode 42, and most of these have been a mix of interviews and conversations about blog. blog, blog Yeah, and we've kind of been a little bit in a lot of different worlds, but um, you and I have spent tons of these talking, and Mm -hmm. we've also interviewed other people from the Harvest world and just talked a little bit about their lives and ministry and what they're doing. And so they've been uh, fun to talk most of what we have talked about has been blog post related mm-hmm. so it's been focused on ministry leaders or christian life in general and um on being on episode 42 it it is interesting because it has been a huge mix of just a lot of different things yeah at the very beginning we said as we were starting this just about a year ago now as the pandemic was unfolding and my focus was three things one was interviews one was uh, encouraging kind of like devotional stuff and mm-hmm. the other was um ministry leader resources and so far we've definitely hit them all yeah (laughs) yeah and and you kind of said that we have like a wide range a little bit there but i think the nice thing about that is for the ministry leaders who listen to this you know today is about parenting well as ministry leaders we all know parents or you know or people who influence children we can share this with all of those people you know now other ones might not be equitable for parents, but, you know, hey, sharing a podcast for, yeah. you know, half an hour or so is, is awesome. Yep, that's the goal. Usually we try to keep them between 20 and 30 minutes. Yep. Or if you're like you who listen to it on double time, only 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, double time is the way to go. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good. But um, we have two more things here is that we have also the Faithful Friday Devotions, which actually started out on this Go Hard Viz podcast, and now it has its own uh, feed and it comes out every single Friday. It's about five minutes. So if you're interested in that, people yeah, can just search. That's basically the devotional one, which was kind of getting all intertwined in yeah. all these other episodes and getting lost. We decided to start our own Faithful Friday podcast. So yeah. if you have your podcast app, you just search Faithful Friday. Mm-hmm. It's a little yellow picture, and uh, we'd love to have you listen to that one. Yeah, those are great, good encouragements on the weekend. Um, also, the last one that we do is actually the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, which has been a focus for worship leaders. Yeah, and worship team members in general. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other one you can look up. So last year we were sitting around trying to wonder how we could start a podcast, and now we have three going. Now we have three. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, focus is one thing we might need to 
you know, work toward a little bit on a podcast and we might do that as we start year two. The first year was just to figure out how to do it. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that it's fun to talk about the ministry world. There's tons of angles to take yeah. and being on staff at a church is different than, you know, being the, the main leader. You're mm-hmm. kind of helping to support and being in the second chair or third chair or fourth chair, whatever you find yourself in, you're, everybody's a leader in some yeah way and you've got all the people that you're serving. And so, but, um, so it's fun to talk about all that, but I also love this idea of specialized ministry and maybe another word for it is entrepreneurial ministry mm. and those that are in those worlds. And so some of my heart might be to start focusing some on, on those people. And really that's in a lot of ways growing. Mm-hmm. I've kind of felt that way ever since I started way back in the nineties that this was like a specialized niche of ministry harvest was nowadays people starting a side ministry or, a, you know, some people call them gigs or projects or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, writing a blog or leading music or recording stuff or writing other material or training videos or just whatever people do. Yeah. Speaking at places on the side, all those things are like entrepreneurial specialized ministries. And so I have a sense that after doing it for 30 years, there'd be a lot that could be shared. Yeah. That's very cool, Tim. Um, Often we talk about subscribing and rating and reviewing um, on all of the podcast, um, and that's a huge thing. Um, and and when you do that, it helps bump the podcast up and makes a difference in how we reach people. Every single of the one of those reviews or um, ratings, it helps us climb the ladder of of the massive swimming pool that is podcast land. Uh, the more it happens, the better, right? Yeah. Uh, so. When we have an invitation for you to help us uh, make that a reality. And in fact, if you'd like to write a review and don't know what to say, I'm reading a script and it says that Tim tells me to say, Clint is Clay. Clint is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming true. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it says Clint is crazy and we still love him. But you said Clint is crazy, which is a totally different thing. Oh, in man. fact, speaking of crazy, just a few minutes ago, I, I told you, Clint, that today is national eat whatever you want day which i'm on an email list of national days and they're ridiculous ones oh but goodness national eat whatever you want day and clint without even looking up says that's every day for me and so <laughs> that's the part i was talking about that's crazy yeah so i've created a quick little image i'll put that on the podcast if if it lets me that's too fun <laughs> i'd also like to, like to add another thing here that if somebody is starting a ministry or involved in one of these side mm-hmm. ministries i just described we'd love to interview you on this podcast so send us a note it, it's probably not easy to get in touch with us but uh we'll just if you have that much passion you can find us yeah and let us know and we'd love to do that actually tim it is super easy like all the information about the podcast and everything and and how to contact harvest ministry teams you can do it in a simple way and it's go to harvestministryteams.com slash podcast and all the information's there so that's that's where they would find us Hey, this is Ava Andrews, and I lead worship with Harvest Ministry. We would love to invite you to listen to some of our music on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, or wherever you like to listen. Over the years, Harvest has recorded worship music, kids' worship, instrumental, and more. You can find all the various albums at harvestministryteams.com slash music. Thanks. Okay, now to the two parenting quotes for today. Parents. Pray that God may crown your home with grace and mercy. This is so simple just to say, pray for your home. Mm-hmm. And we just don't think about it. To pray that our home be filled with grace and mercy, that's a that's a huge concept. And yeah. it kind of just gives you peace thinking about that because, you know, man, 
we had a project last night that we were working on evidently till you know 11 30 after i went to bed they were still up trying to get it fixed and then this morning we were running around you know printing stuff and getting lunch in the car and all that stuff and heading out and if you if you if you let the daily whirlwind get into your lives and that's all you think about mm-hmm. and you never have an opportunity just to pause and sit back and say lord crown our home with grace and mercy you're going to be focused on the wrong things mm-hmm. kids need that and as you pray that prayer you discover your own heart and home and life has just changed yeah what does it make you think the idea of crowning you know that's a scriptural kind of idea the psalmist prayed for a lot yeah be crowned with compassion and all those type of things but what do you think of in terms of crowning with grace and mercy i actually think of my mom uh because she would always tell me like um, that whenever my sister and I were little and she'd, you know, we'd get up in the middle of the night, uh, she would, she would like get us and rock us and she'd just pray for us, pray about everything. Um, and I started doing that at nighttime with my kids. We have two kids and, uh, every single night if I'm, if I'm rocking them, you know, cause you know, like our little girl, she's almost two, but you know, she woke up last night and was super fussy. So got up and, and just rocked her. I just prayed for her or even like with my son, you know, after we do story time, you know, before bed, I just lay in there with him until he kind of falls asleep just to kind of be with him. But I just like lay there and I just pray for him. I pray for, um, his health, his safety, uh, the things that he comes across in, in life. I, I pray for his future wife. You know, I pray mm-hmm. for, you know, God's calling on his life and that, you know, he'll hear that call. You know, I, I pray for all those things. It might not answer your question that you're asking, but when I do that, think I, I put a priority you know, like I, I'm giving him the God, right? You know, mm-hmm. and all those things. Interesting. For example, you know, Barrett, he enjoys playing hockey, right? He's five. And like, you can go down the rabbit hole of like, you know, the new religion of sports, right? You know, yeah. like that's their life and everything like that. But like, since I lay in there and pray with him, like it refocuses where the, what the priority really should be in his life. And like, yeah, he plays hockey and it's fun, but that's not the priority, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, now if for some reason God calls him into, you know, to be a hockey player and goes to NHL because he wants to, him to be like, you know, the NHL version of Tim Tebow or whatever, you know what I mean? Who just recently got signed uh, to Jacksonville, which is pretty cool. There we go. Making it relevant. You know, then that's, that's not me. You know, I'm not forcing that. You know what I mean? What I'm forcing is like his focus on God. Um, and that's where like, you know, grace and mercy in our lives can pour into them. Yeah. That's really good. And and the weird thing is doing a podcast on parenting is kind of tough because both of our kids are pretty young, yeah. under under 18 for yeah. sure. And so we have no clout really to be talking about this. Like we're yeah. just we're just long for the ride seeing what's going to happen. Yeah. And if somebody have to come and ask us in 20 years what what went down, but but no matter there's no silver bullet to parenting. No, like not. you can't just say, "Oh, my kids are going to turn out this way because of this." When you're praying that God would crown your mercy, crown your home with grace and mercy, you're teaching your kids, you know, the basically not just, hey, God's grace is important. You're living that out every day to the best of your human ability as a parent. Yeah. And that prayer is huge for that. And so one time I heard the difference between grace and mercy. Have okay. you heard this? No. Grace is getting what you don't deserve and mercy is not getting what you do deserve. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And so that's pretty standard kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But, but that's huge as you think about uh, little kids grace getting what they really don't deserve mm-hmm. and then as they get older it probably starts turning more into mercy where they don't get what they do deserve mm-hmm. because you know they're disobeying or you know teenage years type mindset stuff yeah yeah that that prayer changes you and as a result your kids experience what it's like to really live in 
godly home. That one's great. The, the next one we have here is what a blessing it is for parents to believe in their children. I heard a couple different sermons on this a long time ago, and one of them was about David and how the dad of David was in, in Scripture. He was little, but he still trusted him to go do this. He gave mm-hmm. him skills to watch sheep, and they trusted him to go, you know, believe that he could do it, even though he was kind of like mm-hmm. the kind of the runt of the family yeah. at that point because he was the youngest. That was that was one thing that, you know, brought to my mind when I heard this quote. But another was a story that I read, and um, it was a story of a grade school who was contacted by a local university, and the university was really just wanting to try out a test they had created to detect late developers just to see what would happen in grade school kids who hadn't like come to shine yet in, in their schoolwork. And so no matter how the child had done in school to that point, the test would indicate if they were about to emerge to greater academic heights. Okay. So this professor, this university showed up at the grade school and tested all the students and teachers were like blown away by the results because they saw that the students they had written off that they didn't think could learn very well within six months came to life and really started doing amazingly well. And the professors at the university, what they didn't tell those teachers at the grade school was that they made the whole thing up. Like there was no uh, actual testing of those kids, which were doing better or worse, but they were just simply giving a grade level IQ test. And they took the names of the lowest scoring test and told the teachers that those students were about to do well. Oh wow! Like they primed the teachers to believe that yeah. the lowest IQ kids were the ones that were about ready to turn the corner and really start a new thing. And amazingly, every single one of those kids, according to this little story, yeah. did in fact start doing well. And what happened was the teachers began to believe in them and started putting more effort into the fact that they were the academic late developers. And it became like an official thing. Oh, wow. So it was just one little example of like believing in your child and... Um, that is a blessing for any kid. And when I mentioned a minute ago, if I had been in a home, I wasn't a home like that. Like yeah. I wasn't a home where parents prayed for, you know, and extended grace and mercy and, and taught all of us. And, and and when I think about the silver bullet, all four of us are involved, you know, in yeah. our churches and leading well and following Christ. And so that's what I kind of, you know, want to figure out to, you know, be, be that, to yeah. carry that on. And then this thing of believing in your kids yeah. and just, uh, that's what kids need. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you think about it, we really, we reproduce the cycle of lives onto generations from what we pour into it. Mm. You know, like, you know, if, if, uh, you know, I just think that like, you know, like you said, you come from a positive uplifting, you know, your, your family, you know, prayed and, and, and believed in you, you know, that's what you're going to produce, you know, working in student ministries, I see I've seen the polar opposite of that. And I, I've seen the impact that it has on, on those students, you know, not just like, you know, the little kids from the story, but even like, you know, kids in middle school and high school and like parents have to believe in their kids because that radically changes their beliefs in themselves. Very true. Well, those quotes came from a book of Billy Graham in quotes was the title of the book. And we'll try to add that into the podcast notes as well. Those are two great quotes, Tim. Um, And with young kids at home, it's an awesome reminder for for not just us, but everyone listening. And uh, we pray blessings on your home as you're listening. And we just pray that you would keep lifting up the name of Jesus, following his word, and staying faithful to raise up godly children in the tiny mission field called home.
Hello, go harvest. <laughs> Change it to the. There you go. Here we go again. Hello, go hard. I don't know why I'm having issues right now. Oh, the space. That's it. All right. 